Hello and welcome to the 184th episode of The Sausage Factory, which is brought to you by Spong.com and hosted by me, Chris O'Regan. In this show, we interview video game developers and ask them how they made their start making games, what their influences are and who inspires them. Split into two halves, the show initially focused on the developer themselves, and in the second half we discussed the game they're here to promote, which in this case is Rogue Aces, which are developed by Infinite State Games and published by Curve Digital. Mike! Who are you and what do you do? I, I am indeed. I'm Mike, Mike Dorr. Uh, I'm the creative director at Infinite State Games. And uh, I make arcade games with my mate Charlie, who can't be with us tonight. Um, that's it. That's pretty much it. I make arcade games. That's brilliant. Because um, I'm going to blow my own trumpet now, but I interviewed Suda51 recently. Not kidding. Yeah. He was yeah, at yeah. Rezzed. Didn't know. <laughs> he kind of, you know, I was playing his game. And, and uh, he and I had the discussion about the purity of arcade games. And right, um, downstairs, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lovely man. Right. Yeah, okay. but uh, he was uh, talking about Jeff Minter and how ah. he's been doing pretty much the same game for, you know, <laughs> for the past 15 years or so and beyond. And not, I mean, you know, Jeff, bless him, he's, you know, uh, Polybius, which is on PlayStation VR, I spend most of my time in that game yelling, Jeff, I can't see what's going on. Please, Jeff. Are you, are you, playing, are you playing it in VR? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it, 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 it's a hell of an experience. It is. Um, uh, can you say he's, he's made the same game? I, I think only... I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> and, you know, you can, look at, you can look at any developer of racing games or, like, yeah. uh, FPSs, and they're, they're way worse. I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff he does in... Uh, I'm, I'm a terrible Jeff Minter defender. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was I feel like giving you a hug right now because I feel like that myself. I'm going like, yeah. no, it's, th- th- no, it's really good stuff, and people just look at their face like I can't see what's going on. A, but that's part of. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, some some films, you know, people go like, oh, I, you know, uh, it's it's a bit too much blood for me. That's probably why people are liking those films. Yeah, it's just it, it's. Um, Minter's niche, uh, you know, some of his stuff is broad appeal, and uh, it's the niche stuff that people love. Uh, please, everyone, captivate no one is uh, is, is a phrase that, that, that me and Charlie often talk about, and uh, I think he pretty much fits that uh, fits that bill. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great sort of thing <laughs> to to pursue, and. Um, there's a there's an event coming up, a retro video game event coming up. I'm going to, and that's just got some fantastic arcade machines or cabinets that are still working. They right, they shouldn't be, right. but they are. Right, and, it's uh, astonishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, playing Robotron, which is still a wondrous game, um, shouldn't be, but it is. <laughs> still holds up. Still holds up today. Absolutely it's, 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 does. It really In as far does. as like you're having fun within seconds. Yes. Within Seconds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that, that, that's kind of my thing. That's the off that we got it now. And this says it speaks volumes of how uh, Rogue Rogue Aces has turned out. Really, really has. Um, cool. We're going to delve into that in in detail later on. Dangle it in front of the audience. We're not getting there yet. Hold your horses because we've got we've got to delve into Mike a little bit. How did you make your start making flashy lighty video games? <laughs> um, well, I started. Um, 
uh, Charlie and I used to work uh, in the industry together years ago, uh, making things like uh, N-Gage games and, G- and GBA games and uh, Nintendo DS games. Um, and then we kind of had a little bit of, uh, let's, let's knock down the head a bit. And he went his own way and did some stuff. And I went my own way and uh, did some other stuff. But we kind of like reformed when iPhone games were getting interesting again and uh, started uh, making games like that together. Um, uh, yeah, we, that's it. And then we worked our way up from iPhone games to Vita. When Do you remember when... Um, Shahid was uh, like aggressively courting indies and like uh, giving dev kits uh, to people for for Vita. So we got on the Vita that way, and then we managed to jump on the PS4 by <laughs> uh, the dude that made Minutes uh, on PS4 um, did us a little cheeky port of Don't Die, Mr. Robot to PS4. So then we released on PS4, and then we kind of uh, then we were in kind of like a situation where we were big enough to kind of like maybe pitch to a publisher for Rogue Aces and. And and then we finished it, and that's yeah. So that that's how we did it. That's that's a very fast forward thing, because <laughs> yeah. we've had guests on going. Well, when I was six, <laughs> right, right, nah, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a long one. Um, yeah, but yeah. what was your first foray into the making of, of video games? What into the actual making of video? Just, games? Uh, just yeah, just your first. Wow. What was it? Can you remember? In that haze sort of of your memory, what was your first? What was it on, and what what did you make if you can remember? Just for a bit of laugh. Well, I okay. Well, um, I the first ever ever game I worked on, and uh, so it's going to sound really weird. I literally went one month. I was uh, like food safety and technical. Uh, sorry, jeez, uh, it was that long ago. I've gone food safety and health and safety technical manager for London's biggest. Uh, fruit and face distribution company and then the next month i was producer on a warhammer game for an engage and i'm not really sure what happened but there was uh, there was parties at jeff minters and, and and doobies involved and i don't know what happened but anyway but i ended up suddenly producer on this uh, engage game uh this warhammer 40k game which was like months and months late uh and I, I honestly don't know how, I, how what, what happened. <laughs> but I, I, I got it out. I think it was the last N-Gage game that right. was ever released. Yeah, the yeah. N-Gage. Bless it. Actually, no. I remember the whole... No, no, let's not. Let's bury it. <laughs> yeah, let's bury it. Yeah. People go, oh, it's this nostalgia. Said, no, it's a mistake. We... Actually, what, the, the Warhammer 40k game that, that yeah. I made, uh, that I was, I was, I wouldn't say I made, I was just producer on. All I did was punt it out the door and convince people to work on weekends. That's right. literally all I did. Uh, it was a really good turn-based uh, little tactics game. Nice. It was really good. Well worth looking up. A total, uh, I mean, you're not allowed to say hidden gem anymore because it's overused, but it is a total hidden gem. If you're into, like, uh, turn-based, let's move this guy and then, you know, fire at these fellas' uh, tactics games, it's absolutely rock-solid. And it's got um, art by Mick, uh, Mick McMahon that did the, the Judge Dread uh, 2000 AD stuff. You know, he's that kind of sketchy, rad. Anyway, it's great. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I have to investigate. I mean, how, so how one would play it now? Emulator, I guess. But uh... Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty sure there's Engage emulators. Yeah, so. yeah. You don't have to pick up your computer though to do a side talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually do have to squish your cheek against the side of your tower. Yeah, yeah before it, you do not want to play yeah. the game. It's got. It's yeah, got it won't run otherwise. It won't run. It's a little sensor. No. Uh, and yeah. It requires you to place one of your ears on the side of your tower. 
Yeah. Computer. Uh, that's a will. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Okay. Well, that's that's a wonderful storied history. Uh, and um, I wish I could add more details, but it was all a uh, it was all a big sounds, flurry. Sounds a bit of, of a blur from um, health and safety inspector for fruit and vegetables to making a Warhammer game on a failing platform. That's yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's my legacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you're proud of it and you're standing by it, and we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, so, next question is quite nebulous, but I love asking it because reasons. No, because it really draws some interesting conversations from our guests when I ask it because they've probably okay. never been confronted with it in this way. So, it's rather blunt, so here it comes. What are your biggest influences as a creator? Definitely music, right? Definitely music for me. The, the way me and Charlie work is um, when we have an idea for a game, uh, the first thing we do is write the theme tune um, because we reckon. <laughs> I don't know why, just because no one else does it. It's, it's just a really fun way to start because once you've got a theme tune, it kind of sets the tone for everything. It sets the tone for the. The, the 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 art in the you know is it like rocking powerful is it cute is it whatever it sets the tone for uh the speed of the action um you know because like the title screen tune is very much like a kind of a you're trying to get the concept of how the game is going to feel when you're playing it in a little amuse bush uh, a little uh, ear ear nugget um so yeah uh, definitely music and the music that we listen to plays a huge influence in the games that we're making and and how they feel. Um, that's well, that, that's an interesting way of doing it. And uh, music, wow! I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, with with so, uh, with Rogue Aces, it was like it's metal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, well, um, for, 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 yeah. From the start. Um, we uh, really, really, really just wanted uh, what's that Iron Maiden uh, Aces High? Okay. Uh, we, we we really wanted that. Um, and normally I I do the music for our games, but I'm not that good at guitar, so it's just yeah, we we did it that way. We got somebody else to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to uh, say it now. We're going to lose a lot of listeners, but I'm not a massive Maiden fan. Well. Uh, <laughs> Be that as it may, uh, and, and you, can, I can't. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to comment e- either way. <laughs> I, I, they've got a time and a place. They do. And, uh, they do. What I would say is that if I, I, I wouldn't listen to them in in my micro driving a Bristol Zoo. But no. if I was in a Spitfire, yes. I might put it on. Yeah, you got a point. You, every or most. Might. I was going to say all music. Most music has its time and place. Uh, yeah, and although you could argue. A lot of music has always a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. there you go, personal, you know. Like, is Led Zeppelin 3 better than 4? Let's not do that conversation now. Let's it's not, it's not that kind of... Uh, <laughs> well, it is that kind of podcast, I suppose. It's sort of <laughs> allowed. Um, but uh, other influences would absolutely, absolutely have to be the arcades, actually being in the arcades and playing arcade games. It does... Um, uh, I mean, Rogue Aces, I'm just not focusing on this because it's... Deserves. It feels like because there's a fantastic arcade um, uh, up in uh, near Manchester. Uh, it's brilliant, and it's got all of them, all of them, in right. one area. And uh, I'll send you a link to it. And if you ever uh, um, north of Watford, just just go. 
Right. People, because okay. they are all work. I was going with a group of friends of mine. We were sitting there. We are having a drink, and we looked down, and we were sitting at a cocktail cabinet for Warlords. Like, what? No yeah. way. <laughs> it's oh, like, oh. Uh, ah. And then my friend went, do you want to go? I said, okay. So the four of us yeah. started playing Warlord. Of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. As it was meant to be played. <laughs> and and uh, yes, as it was like, I, I was terrible, by the way. And uh, But no, it was just... It's a very fast thing, isn't it? it? Hey, yeah, I've, I've, forgot, <laughs> I've forgotten how it... Because I've only played it at 2600, mainly. I haven't played right. the arcade game. No, but yes, it, this your games evoke, like, just go, go. But also do something else, but we'll talk about it later. But So arcades <laughs> then, arcades... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Charlie spent most of his misspent youth in arcades, playing arcade games. He's, he, he was obsessed with our type, absolutely, when he was a kid. Um, and I grew up in Western Supermare, so I, I, I was spoiled for choice for stinking, you know, arcades as well. So, um, but yeah, but, but from arcades, it's kind of like the thing that we love about arcades and the things that we 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 we've been influenced by was the. Um, you know the little sticker on the side that says basically how to play the game, but not yeah. exactly yeah. how to play. That that right there. Yeah. That right there. That's what I love. That <laughs> thing where it's like move the stick left, right, up and down, and your character will move, and, and these these give you X amount of points. Yeah. But that's but that's not completely everything. It's not. <laughs> Have you read the one for Pong? It's brilliant. Yeah. It's embossed. It? It's just move bat to hit ball. For points, that's oh. all it is. Like, no, that's My not. That's goodness not, gracious. That's not pong. Like, no, it is. But yeah, well, actually, yeah. no, you're right. It isn't. <laughs> right, because when yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when would you stop punch, brother? On arm, yeah. Like, you know, you just go on forever, writing all the thousands of myriad of because it's yeah. Yeah, the the outside of the game. Uh, yeah, and that's what I love. So it's, it's that from the little, arcades. Yeah, and, and, and little metal yeah. plaque as well. It's like there you go. That's all you need to know. Right. Yeah, that, brilliant, brilliant. That, that, yeah, that whole concept of um, giving people a game which is instantly fun, and the better at it you get, the more fun it gets. Um, and telling them here's pretty much how to play it, and like you know, that's going to make a lot of people uh, play it for a bit and go, ah, I don't really get it. But if you're a certain kind of person, when it slowly starts clicking bit by bit, and it's all starting to fall into place, and then your muscle memory starts getting into place, and you can feel your instinct taking over and steady reactions, and your hands get sweaty, that's arcade, and that's yeah, that that's our influence really from the wasting our youth yeah. in Western from there. I don't know if it's waste. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I don't. No, no, yeah. no. Good things have come of it. Finally. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah. I still fond memories for me for arcades is seeing Outrun for the first time. That, oh, that, I, that, that was a thing. Where was that? Where was uh, that? Where was it? It was, I think it was in. Yeah, it was in Leicester Square because I, I oh, was, right. I'm from Dem Londons. So I see, I, and yes. I was there, and I walked in, and I'm like, what? What's what? Why is it so blue? what's with this gradient sky and what's with the music which is just awesome and why is that road going way too fast compared to where the cars are going none of this makes any sense I remember yeah I remember when Hang On popped up in uh, the arcades in Western uh, with with the sit on with the sit on bike as well and 
yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. all of the all, all of those scrolly um, new Suzuki things. Yeah, pa- uh, Power Drift. As oh well. yeah, that yes. was good. Give that some props, remember, Buggy Boy. I remember playing that on the Amiga. That was that was good. That was. Uh... Oh, the arcade version. Uh, yeah. Heavens to Betsy, goodness me, uh, needs to be experienced. Recommend the 3DS, yeah. 3DS collection, uh, Sega 3DS collection. It's oh, got yes. Amazing 3D port of Power Drift. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So basically, music, as we've established, uh, and uh, and uh, the, the purity of that, that muscle memory, that understanding and really getting to grips with the game and then just diving in. Yeah, yeah, um, but 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 ultimately, that here's how to play the game. But you've got to find out how to score yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. wind jammers is a good one for that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It, no, it was. That was more of a. Do you know? I, I, I can't, I'm not sure if I'm qualified to comment on this because I, I played it last in about 1996. Yeah, in the arcade, and I haven't played the new. Uh, the new version that's come out it's now. It's the same. Well, not not the new version. Well, yeah, yeah. No, but... they did a good job. Bless them. They they did. They, it's know. amazing to get online multiplayer. Is it got online? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. Amazing to shoehorn <laughs> that into an old game. I mean, online yeah. multiplayer is hard enough to, to yeah. even uh, take on anyway. Let alone yeah. shoehorning it. What, what a what a feat. What a feat. And I love the the, the promo stuff. They look really cool t-shirts as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how that game wouldn't die. That's just yeah. not because it's a great game, but you know what I mean. It's just like I'm not going away. I'm on a platform that no one could afford. I'm not going away. <laughs> yeah, I think that there was a certain there's a certain kind of flavour to its presentation yeah. that, that's kind of like um, jumped off. Uh, it fits in well with the whole synthwave uh, uh, stuff as well. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you can't kind of like underst- understate that. Yeah. So um, my next question to you then. Is this one is going to be hard as well because it gets worse, I'm afraid. Uh, right. Because uh, you don't want to hurt, anyone, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, really. But uh, what developer do you most admire in the industry and why? <laughs> hmm. I think I think it would be impossible to pick out a particular developer, but I can pick out developers that just keep on uh, what i admire most of all is when a developer just keeps on bashing it out just keeps on going even if like even through like um uh hard times even through like you know like uh good times if they just keep on going they don't then they don't give up um i respect phil fish uh for uh keeping on going uh throughout like all the um uh, hassle that he had you know, and his VR game was really cool, and I hope he keeps going. Uh, I respect Minter a lot because I really like trippy stuff, and nobody does it better. He's also great at, you know, obviously amazing at arcade games. Uh, his he, like the stuff that he does with his resume best is one of the best game mechanics I've played in recent years. Yeah, you know, the whole uh, starting again where you left off. Where you, anyway, um, who else? Uh, I I think he's I think. Teams wise, yeah, r- rather than individuals wise, yeah. Um, uh, that's really tough, to be honest. Um, I think uh, I we don't really know many developers like at all to to, to chat to. Okay. So all I can really sort of like say 
oh, I don't really know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to say just Lamasov, to be honest, is the only one that springs to mind. Yeah, that I kind of, fine, kind of consistently great. like their yeah. consistently like their stuff. You know, that's a good answer. Fine. Uh, yeah, that's always a good answer. Uh, it's so predictable. You know, we make trippy well. arcade games. People are expecting <laughs> us to say Jeff Minter. I'm trying to think of some curveball, but then that uh, you know, got 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 to admit, yeah, you, you just got to you know put it out there. I mean, yeah. we, oh, uh, hang on, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on, go. no. There is somebody there. There is there is there is two people that I really, 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 really love their stuff. Uh, Brandon Williamson. Um, he made Forget Me Not on iOS. I don't know if you've heard of that. Sorry, no, I, I need to. Apparently, go on. What is it? Yeah, yeah. It is, it is you. You do need to. It's yeah. um, so it's it's Pac Man CE, the roguelike dungeon crawler, but crazy arcades, amazing, just beautiful, uh, replayability off the scale, uh, just the right amount of psychedelic and all the right amount of arcade genius. Uh, it's on iOS. There was talk of it coming to Vita. I, or I don't know if he's still working on that or switch. Well, I, I know what he's doing, but I don't, don't know. What he's <laughs> I don't, don't, um, that like, but, it's, I think it's on iOS. I know for a fact he's just released uh, Forget Me Not... Uh, well, he's calling it Forget Me Not R. It, uh, and it's on Windows or Linux and that sort of thing. If you Get that at Google. But this guy, uh, he's... Uh, he, he, yeah, he's amazing. Um, the, it, his stuff is inspirational. Uh, and another guy called JNK, who makes a game a week, and uh, I know he's really, really ill, uh, and he, and he, uh, like he finds like he's got some balance stuff going on. So he um, sits sits uh, sits around banging out literally a game a week, and they're all pretty good. Wow! <laughs> yeah, so and he's I think that's gameaweek.com. Amazing kid. Excellent. Okay. Well, 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 we'll um, I not have an investigation then. Excellent. Not as I've got enough games to play. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. Whatever happens from this conversation, please do check out Forget Me Not Our. I think you'll enjoy it, Chris. I, I, I'm sure I will. Sure I will. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of games we're playing, see, uh, segue. Oh, damn it. Now I said it's a... every time to fall into this trap. So, final question <laughs> for you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. what are you playing right now? Uh, right now, yeah. um, I'm playing Gotcha Racing Second. Right on, on the Switch. Okay. Have you heard of this one? No, I'm scared. It's like this it? kind of. <laughs> no, I've got a really <laughs> stupid taste in games. Okay. <laughs> so it's like um, it's a top-down racing game, but uh, you um, in the the whole track spins but your car stays still it looks like when you watch a video of it you think oh that's going to make me feel really ill but bizarrely it doesn't but it's got this amazing hook where it's really good fun to play the handling's amazing it's really fast and fun but it's got this amazing hook where you win money uh from playing races and then you just stick them in a gacha machine like a gacha pod machine and racing parts come out and you don't know what's going to come out so you're constantly, it's, it's evil psychology-wise. You're constantly racing and gambling and racing and gambling with, with your winnings. Uh, but it's such a clever little hook, making you gamble with your winnings to get more winning. Ah, yes, brilliant. Uh, but it looks awful, I've got to say. It does, not look, it does not look appealing. But some of the best games 
much like some of the best meals, don't look great in the in photographs. But you know, you got to get it in your head. Okay. Okay. Um... Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm also playing. Uh, Charlie's got me playing Monster Hunter. Charlie has loved Monster Hunter for years and years and years, and he's always been banging on about trying to get me to play Monster Hunter. He tried to get me to play it with him on the PSP. Uh, I wasn't feeling it. The load times. But anyway, have you played this new Monster Hunter on the Monster Hunter Worlds? No, I've I've seen a lot. Well, I say I haven't played. I have played it at various expos and stuff. But right, you know, I've I've been playing Monster Hunter since the begin. I'm one of those. Right, since, okay. Since, you know, right. since the PS2 days, I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, every time. time I'm sitting there going, right now, I'm going to try and cook. Oh damn it, I can't cook. I'm going to die. Oh look, I'm dead. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. walk away. It's every every time. It's so, right. But uh, I have seen, I have played it. I've seen people play it. It's got cats in it. Yeah, which have little boats. It's really cute. That, that helped. Well, that, that's little that's boats. genius that's, because that's that brilliant. kept me going. Yeah, because they're, so you know, they're little cute cats in boats. And how can you go wrong? So I may dive into it. You, you can recommend it to me now, aren't you? I, I don't know. Right. So, like, I'm a kind of a twitchy, no attention span kind of uh, gamer. Uh, and Charlie's right. the absolute opposite, uh, which is why we, like, we, this is why we think we make really good games together. Um, but this is a little, there's a little bit too much walking. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit too much crafting for my liking as well. It's slick, it's really nicely done. And I reckon I can get down with the crafting to an extent. But then I go back into this town and I'm like, yeah, this is one of the most beautiful looking games I've ever seen. And I get to this job board and it's a list of jobs. And then I and then I think, man, I got loads of other stuff to do at work. And I right. think and then I start thinking about all my other jobs in life and all my other tasks. And uh and nah. Uh it's not giving me that feeling of um <laughs> it's, it's not giving me what I'm after. Interesting. Okay, well, it it is a beautiful game. Then again, they've always have been. Even in the early days in the PS2, they were always like, "Well, you're really pushing this thing." Uh, right. But uh, you're right. And there's also a bit of like you start killing this monster, and you go, "Poor thing." <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Me and Charlie were beating up this. It was basically a coelacanth. And you know how rare they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, no, it's like this. Yeah, no, it felt really wrong. It's, it's just like, like r- what's the point in this? What's yeah. It? Oh, you got to get more. No, I don't want more stuff. Yeah. Just, okay. Like, it, it, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, um, I prefer, you know, when I'm. The thing is, I like, the, you know, that you have to make with stuff and it, rather than you just killing things and they drop and a whole a whole spout of things drops from them in Diablo-like fashion, uh, which, is, as you right. and I know, is the quest for truth, <laughs> justice, and better stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Not in that order. No. <laughs> Ever. Uh, um, but, um, no, it's... I can see what, what the appeal is, and I can definitely see, you know, the. the, the... Oh, it's a great, yeah. It's it's obviously a seminal, a seminal yeah. piece of work. Uh, but I think ultimately, the, the amount of time it's going to require to me yeah. uh, to invest in it before the fun starts coming out yeah. the other end is is a little, <laughs> it's yeah. a little high. Uh, as, as a pro tip to you, uh, I've been playing the Wipeout Collection on the PS4 uh-huh. uh, on my PSVR. Oh, wow! Yeah, okay. yeah, it's good. As long as you haven't got motion sick, they've done a really good job of you not feeling, you know, nauseous. Then again, I'm, I don't really suffer from that because I'm very blessed. 
I'm really, I know I'm, that's really lucky. To, well, you got you got a constitution of an ox. That's basically it. It takes a lot for me to start feeling a bit queasy. So uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a it's a sense of immersion and speed. They've got You're it. Right. They really got it. And uh, yeah, ah, that's, really impressive. Yeah, Charlie's so. Charlie has been doing has been playing that as well yeah. in VR. I'm gonna have to go out there and play it with him. Yeah, that's it's just like you, 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 it's when you take the helmet off and go, oh god, that was so good. That really That's feels, it. you know, because you can, as you pass, you pass by, you just whip your head around and go, "Yep, yep, yeah, you you suck." <laughs> just, hey, has it got has it got zone mode in VR? Um, describe what you mean by that. Forgive me. zone zone mode was in Wipeout on PS4. It's basically it all goes, um, it's all it all goes flat shaded without any of the the textures, and it's oh. all just like. Really nice, uh, like two tone color schemes and gradient, and uh, it, it it all pulses with the music and ripples, and it just gets faster and faster. There's no, you just, all right, no, possibly. I haven't. Yeah, done it's, that it's like a, a li- yeah. it's a little trippy trippy sub game arcade mode. I'm nice. gonna have yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I, it's really cheap as well. That that game, uh, I actually got it for about fifteen quid from Amazon. So yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I know. <laughs> wow! What the hell? It's, that is it's so much way quality, more. Game. Know, quality game for that money. That's it's, it's just wrong. Anyway, that's un- undersold. Yeah, undersold. but uh, no, I've been. And whoever, whoever I know has got a PSVR, I say, "Have you got a Wipeout game yet?" No. Why are you talking to me then? <laughs> go, yeah. Go off, off down to game. Go away. Go, go to Argos because Argos has sent it for yeah. fourteen quid temporarily because of because uh, of an error. Um, oh right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Anyway. Well, excellent answers to all five questions. Well done, Mike. You made it past number yeah. one. Yeah. So part one's done. We're now going to go into part two, where we delve deep into road. First question isn't a question; it's a request. Could you tell us what is Rogue Aces? Um, I really like what you said earlier. What was it? It was a lefty, righty, shooty, <laughs> left and righty, shooty uh, uh, exploration game. Yeah, arcade game with uh, where you can go up and down, left or right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. But ultimately, it's a left uh, and righty well, basically... sort of airplane yeah. sim-ish thing. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Rogue Aces is a, is a like a stupid simple arcade sam- sandbox uh, with a plane in it that's got almost slightly semi thrust controls. Uh, it's got a load of uh, missions that say go and do this and that, but you'd be a fool to even listen to them. It's not about them. Ignore it. It's about just go- causing as much damage as possible. Then coming back, and then keep going, and then just plowing your way through, trying to get to the end. Uh, and it's about all the random, immersion, funny, weird stuff that happens in between ignoring missions. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it, really. Um, I found it to be when you look at it initially, you go, "Oh, that reminds you of insert thirty-year-old Amstrad game from from the eighties." <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. and you go yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but it's not that because when you play it you're right um there's more way way more to this game than meets the eye it is not what you think it is at all it is not Luftrausers. it really isn't uh, Luftrausers, no it isn't no uh, as, as Luftrausers is a great game in my opinion um, it is. This, it is great this, fun. This, this is not that. First of all, it's way more colourful. There's a big tub pass, but also each plane, as you like to say, has thrust. It's very interesting. Um, but before we delve into that, there's an aspect of the game I'm going to ask about right off the bat because I found it really fun, whilst okay. also rewarding to achieve. And that is, why is it so hard to land a plane? <laughs> why why is it so hard to land the plane tell um, us how that evolved what how did that come yeah. about was it always there was it something or did it yeah that was yeah. uh that was there from the absolute very 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 start um because <laughs> for two reasons one because we wanted a, we wanted a game where you t- where you had to take off do something and come back and land uh, we could have made landing easy. We did. We've put in an auto land uh, if, if you can't be bothered to learn the land. But we made it hard because it feels amazing it when you finally it? learn to do it. It's, yeah. so, good. <laughs> that's, that's it's so good. It's just like when you're flying back and, and I'm always going, drop it, drop drop it. No, too low, too low. Pull up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we made it hard because that's where the fun is. It's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I call it the elite factor. It was like, oh yeah, landing on right. the space stations was just so rewarding. Yeah, it stopped so, being docking, rewarding after yeah. the eighth time, though. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting comparison to docking in elite. Yeah, I'd not, yeah. Uh, I'd not thought of that, but uh, yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah, it is very. It's, it's part of the reward. It's part of like. You know, what's the point of me doing this? Well, because, you know, you're going to fly across the sea. Uh, and uh, what, it's, it's lovely little graphical touches when you're going a little bit too low. The, the, the sea starts <laughs> frothing up underneath the plane going, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe you might want to. I'm just saying. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, uh, but sometimes like you see that you see the sea foam like frothing up and you think, well, maybe I can just make that bigger if I fly a little bit for lower down. You know? Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's the problem is, is, is yeah. I mean, um, it, it, oh, thank so, but I did. I did enjoy that, and I did the training mission probably way too often because I wanted to do it. Like, no, I can do this. I, I can. Uh, what do you mean by? Because <laughs> I was listening to the commander of it because he just, well, he's, no. just like, he's just he's. I think yeah. Um, I think <laughs> I say yeah. That's it. I say do ignore the commander. The one thing I would <laughs> I would suggest players did was the tutorial. Yeah, yeah because, do that. You're gonna because, need yeah, to do that. D- yeah. You're definitely definitely gonna need to do the tutorial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and th- this was this was the thing that uh, I was really worried before it came out, like, because um, it's quite different, like, to other, like, in how it controls. It's quite different in the yeah, whole. Yeah. You, you're gonna have to go back. It's quite different. And it's quite demanding, and you're gonna have to go back and like, you're gonna have to land it. Yeah. I was thinking, right? I know it's not gonna be for everyone. Those are gonna like it. Are gonna really like it. But I was expecting. This. But basically, what I wasn't prepared for, and what Charlie wasn't prepared for, is it turns out that when people killed, to, you know, went out on a mission, came back and crashed, they laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's a bit yeah. weird yeah yeah, yeah. So, like, so they weren't angry so they kind no. of like didn't mind and no. so they ended up you know and you know they crashed again and laughed but they ended up and then they learned the land and then they went oh my god i'm, I'm a total 
badass. Yeah, for I, I'm a fly ace. I'm yeah. they're one they're one word away from RAF banter to the point where you yeah. can't understand them. It'll be brilliant. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um that's the first question. Well answered. You're right. It's a sense of achievement and that endorphin boost uh, to one's head. Yeah. You, that's yeah. what it's about. Like, see, you're not an idiot after all. <laughs> so, well, yeah, know. I know. Maybe. Uh, second uh, question is this. Well, we sort of hinted at this, but let's talk about it in detail. The control okay. method is actually quite complex, with acceleration and pitch of the plane being key to not crashing. Could you describe how this came about? Ah, yes. Well, and this is really Charlie's uh, field, but mm. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what he'd tell you. He would right. tell you that yes. um, he's always wanted to make um, a game with that level of, of control ever since he played games like uh, Sky Strike uh, on the ST and um, Wings of Fury and things like that. You know, it, 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 there has been games with this control system uh, before, but none obviously hyper and mega fast. Um, but what Charlie really wanted to do as well to get it feeling really, really uh, like you in, in control is I think he, he took the flight model from an MIT paper. Uh, in fact, well, I know he did. And it was definitely MIT because I've been saying the wrong thing but recently. But yeah, it was MIT. Um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. <laughs> Charlie did did all of that. Wow. <laughs> and I just, I, no, no, yeah, so he Charlie used does a flight it. model from MIT paper and said, yeah, yeah, just use this. So you've got to have a certain amount of acceleration, otherwise the plane will start to crash. And also yeah. there's fuel in the game, there's stalling. It's, it, yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. you, you, if you look to see a screen grab, you think, oh, it looks like a fun little... No, <laughs> well, it is fun, <laughs> but it's right, not yeah. little and it's not I, shallow in any sense is, of the word. Right, yeah. Because of the deep control scheme, it is really. You can even like on the approach to like the work, the runway. If you just lift your nose up, you're gonna you're gonna decelerate naturally as well. And like it's, it is. I'm not saying you could go from playing rogue aces to flying an actual plane, but I reckon you could probably land a commercial plane after playing it. <laughs> you, you learn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it, but exactly. And you've hit the nail on the head as to what what's difficult to get across about rogue aces is that from the screenshots. You can't tell that you're basically playing a 2D flight simmy yeah. thing. It looks like, you know, a lefty-righty shooter. Yeah. Just a regular lefty-right with, with like instantaneous controls that have no bearing on real-world physics at all. No. First yeah. of all, this uh, Rogue Aces uses both, both you know, you know control uh, joypads, joy I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both so- of them, and, you know, you do... And when you turn... It's a big deal. <laughs> it doesn't just sort of flip or... No, it goes swooping around the screen when you can actually smash your thing or your plane into the ground uh, if you're not careful. Because you're yeah, trying, into that. all you're trying to do is try to turn. I know. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, uh, the nice thing about having the throttle on... So the throttle's on the right hand yes. stick. So yeah. basically you move, you move that up and down to sort of... Uh, like um, picks it all the way up to to boost around things and stuff when you're coming in on a slow approach you're like reducing your throttle so you know like slowly so you come in to land but what's really nice about it in the air is that you can like if you've got an aerial target if you take the throttle down to halfway down 
Um, you don't end up whizzing, you know, past the target and backwards and forwards. And I didn't even know that until I watched somebody doing it rest a couple of <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. It hadn't occurred to me after playing it for like three years. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, I'm still finding out that there's depths to the control scheme, which yeah. is yeah. really cool. It's really good, and it just um, it gives as much as you put into it, and that's a real credit to the, to any game. But it, it, thank you. It, it, this uh, Rogue Aces doesn't do it justice by either watching it on video or indeed seeing the screenshots. It's not enough. It's just you know, me, Mike, and I sitting here chatting about it. It's just not enough. You just need to play it. You really, really do, because to get an understanding of what we're talking about here, it's just it hasn't got any directly comparable. It's got little things that we can say. This bit feels a bit like this, and this yeah. bit feels a bit like this, and we haven't even begun to talk about the aerial steals. Uh, but yeah, it's really difficult to explain yeah. how Rogue Aces makes you feel when you're playing it. Yeah. But that's the stuff that me and Charlie uh, we think is our speciality. Is is how it makes you feel when you're playing it, and that all of our games we th- we we take pride in. In the, that's been our focus. I never felt that. frustrated, not once have I felt frustrated playing the game. Uh, and even though how difficult it is, even the, the landing, which is non impossible, that's not true. You just got to get better at it. But I just never felt frustrated. Right, that's that's high praise indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to carry on playing because it's fun. And I know not all games are fun. Let's not have that debate now. But this particular one is very much so. Well, yeah, well, th- th- that we, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. We w- we wanted to make it fun, and that's what that's the kind of games that we like to make is yeah. is get games that you are exactly what we were talking about right at the beginning. You're having fun within seconds. Yeah, like Robotron. Yeah. So, question three then, of the second half is: there's a clear upgrade path that encourages repeated play. And for me, this is a way for players to finding their sweet spot in terms of difficulty versus assistance, which is the mm-hmm. rogue, rogue model, if you will. Um, right. is, this, uh, is this is this always intended to be that way? Was it designed in that way to for people to, to reward people as they as they keep on playing, they get experience points, and then as the experience points are spent, they can then spend it? Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was, yeah. I mean, so uh, what happens is as you as you progress through the game, you earn XP, and then owning XP uh, unlocks levels, and all that does is it allows you to start the game with different perks. Different. Uh, so w- w- the reason why we wanted that is one, obviously, to make people keep coming back and like, oh, look, you know, I'm nearly at level ten, but let's see what unlocks at level ten. Oh, I've got another up- upgrade slot. Um, but it's also uh it just makes a lot of sense gameplay wise to sort of give somebody a little bit of the game and then but not overwhelm them but then let their kind of like skill based progression um uh slowly introduce more of the potential of the game to them you know it's like when you start a new job you, nobody's going to teach you every aspect of that new job in the first day uh and it's another it's a, it's a kind of a subtle way to put um uh, to, to stop concept overwhelming, <laughs> basically, um, and also it's really interesting. Um, the idea of somebody was now this is actually it's nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm going to bring it out because it's really interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Somebody said this. Somebody said this to me years ago that they really like to make a horizontal shmup 
that starts really hard and then gets easier and easier. And right. like some and some some nights I suddenly go, oh, my God, yeah, that's genius. Right now I'm thinking, no, it's rubbish. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this is what you've done here. You've actually – that's what rogues are like. That's what roguelikes are about is that you start off with a difficulty setting that the game developer has designed. And yeah. you think, well, this is ridiculously hard. Yeah, it is initially, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing that makes it ever so slightly easier. Okay, thanks. Right. Play it again. Oh, well, slightly. I got slightly further than. Yeah, you think. You did, yeah, yeah. didn't you? Because I gave you right. 1% more health. Just one. <laughs> exactly. And here's another 1%. Many right. sessions later, I have twice more health and I'm doing really well. Yeah, yeah it's a thing, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah totally. it's just and that's so what i've done I, here so yeah. so i that yeah that was the the meta game i'm describing but yeah in in the actual game um sort of mission to mission yeah the um it it, it does basically uh start quite hard and then get easier but <laughs> because we're upgrading you to absolute you know like to irresponsible levels so the the difficulty of uh from the design point of view of rogue aces was making sure that you were never completely overwhelmed but you were never completely overpowered yeah so yeah so that's that's why we tied um the upgrade crates to the mission number you were at so basically yeah. it's the planes that drop upgrade crates uh which which increase your mm. uh, you know your your fuel uh, capacity rockets uh, and all of that um but if you get to a certain point let's say you get to level 30 and you're already um, maxed out a couple of stats. We ain't going to give you any more crates for a while. So uh, again, another way to lock out, uh, make sure nobody um, finds it too easy in in the actual game. But um, yeah. yeah, whenever I see a crate now, I just think PUBG, and I go go to a crate. And on <laughs> right. every every game I have yeah. a PUBG descends the same argument. Go to the crate. Uh-huh. No, I can't. Go! It's outside the... Don't just go! <laughs> so when I see a crate, it just reminds me of very intense arguments with that particular game. So thanks. Thanks, Mike and, and Charlie. Uh, flashback. Sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. I'm okay. I've got some treatment now. So um, I want to ask this one more... It's, it's important, this is this last one. Otherwise, I did think carefully about this because I want to talk about the presentation of Rogue Aces. And ah. it's you know we haven't delved into that much, uh, really. It is very blue and very cartoony. That is true, and it's it feels like a World War Two RAF um, thing going on with moustached sort of commanders giving barking orders at you. Uh, yeah. And uh, although very they're very cheery, you know, they're giving you encouragement. You know, try not to. But it's whimsical, yeah. It's whimsical. Whims- yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's skirting over the the actual horrors of actual war. Yeah, it it really yeah. is. Um, and I just I just found it consistently funny and not at all irritating. And okay, sure. I felt I felt to me that you know t- chatting earlier about how people are laughing when they're smashing to the side of the the aircraft carriers they tried to land the plane for the twelfth yeah. time. Um, <laughs> and I felt was it. Always the, the presentation was it designed in such a way as to alleviate any frustration that may arise during play? Do you think, or was it just no. the accident? No, no, it was never. I mean, like uh, we always wanted it to be a, um, a kind of a humorous thing. I mean, we've got 
I, I, I don't ever want to bring politics into ISG ever, but we've got quite an anti-war feelings uh, in, in the in the company. <laughs> like, uh, yes. So uh, it was always important to us to make it absolutely clear that this is not a war that has happened. This is not any nations that exist. These are no races that you know are real kind of thing. It's just the, um, the enemy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn that enemy. Damn the enemy. Yeah, Damn them. Yeah down with the enemy and yes. so forth yeah um yeah so is that uh and also we really w were wanting it to be a blue skies game we wanted it to be like really colorful because i'll tell you why we really really like colors <laughs> that's right. that's pretty much it right. um so and we wanted it to kind of like look like uh, an amiga game as well yeah. Uh, yeah you know like we wanted that Obviously, Cannon Fodder is is a game that is influential in that it's another war game that's done a um, uh, like a sort of a humorous, uh, like whimsical, tongue in cheek sort of like, and you know, and I love what Cannon Fodder did, and we were lucky enough with Rogue Aces to get an artist from the Amiga days, an actual mm. genuine. Uh, his name's Tony Hager. He worked on. Do you remember Brutal Sports Football from uh, back in the day? Rings a bell. He did uh, Carl Lewis Challenge, you know, some, all, all, all the greats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, and uh, he, he does that really nice kind of like... Gradient. It's the gradient yeah. between each colours. That's what you see uh, happened all across Amiga. And ST games is like this gradient between one colour and the other, then it goes to the other colour. And it's yeah. just like... Yeah, and they also looked on the snares and Mega Drive games looked like that as well. But yeah, bigger yeah. like like that Turrican gradient build background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they call it the copper copper effect or something. Right. I'm, sure, I'm sure there'll be some programmers screaming it out now. Yeah, it's not yeah. called the copper effect. Take your mind. Yes, they're um, already writing their little emails to me now. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. I'm just I, I, I'm the designer and sound guy. I don't know something about copper. I think yeah. I really respect what you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Don't hit me. Yeah, Charlie Metallic, done metallic me. sheen. But yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, but yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we just like colours, and mm. uh, we like um, Tony Hager, the Amiga artist. Hey, do you know? Do you remember Dan Malone? Yeah, he did. He did like Magic Pockets and Xenon Two. Oh, yes, he did. He did some. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Gods he, did that. Yeah, and Gods yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, well, good, he's, yeah. he's good. He's good. He's amazing. Yeah, he's. I think. He, yeah, he's still. He's still doing amazing stuff. But yeah, I was thinking about him the other day. He's. He does. Yeah, amazing. Chaos Engine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There it is. Well, and, and that, yeah, that's yeah. it. There we go. Oh, Metal Slug as well. Did I? Well, there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the default one. If you want to know what style of graphics I'm talking about, insert Metal Slug, any number of them, and it's pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rogue Aces is out now on PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, and Nintendo Switch, yes? Yeah, yeah, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, and uh, perfect platforms for an amazing game. It uh, really does reward play and uh i can't praise it enough it's it's such an excellent excellent title that um just made me feel made me smile all of the time uh, oh mate that's yeah. that's just what we wanted that's all we wanted to do yes yeah. the same can't yeah. be said of some of my favorite games of last year like i'm gonna say horizon zero dawn i liked it i did right. a lot right. but there are times i'm like oh come on 
That's just, that's just not fair. Yeah. You know, there were some boss battles I could have done without. But you don't have well, to, yeah. you know, <laughs> a discussion offline. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I hate that phrase. I just said it, damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's but this doesn't have well, that. Doesn't, well, we, we, we're all about cutting out everything that, that you don't need. Yeah. Just so it's the purest of the pure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what I think that comes with. Across. the little man flying out from parachute throwing grenades. Well, that's absolutely that's, necessary. That's necessary. That couldn't be cut out. We didn't no. mention that, but you can discover that for yourself. There's and lots you, to discover. There's lots to discover in Rogue Aces. It'd be fool not to play this game. It is exceptional. So, Mike, it's been fantastic having you on. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. You've Thank been, you. It's been you've been a great guest. And more than welcome to come back and chat about whatever new game you come on. We've have had return guests because the show's been going on for quite some time now. I'm very yes. uh, very happy to say. And uh, hundred years today. Yes, yeah, hundred years. Yeah, today. Um, no, we've been going for five years now, and uh, still still going. So uh, again, it's a great. Statement. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Mike, thanks very much. All right. Cheers, Chris. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> And so ends another episode of the Sausage Factory. Do leave us an iTunes review. And you can also, don't forget, listen to us on Stitcher.com. So just go to Stitcher.com and you can stream the show from there. You just look up the Sausage Factory and you can find us. That'd be great. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris O'Regan, no apostrophes. And uh, if you want to email me, any feedback on the show or actually you're a developer you listen to the show and want your game featured on it please do email me at chris at spong.com also don't forget to check out the computer game show which is the stablemate podcast shall we say of spong.com bye bye